As a business professional, you want to eliminate friction in your business and life and be in control of your daily results to see progress in achieving your goals. Being productive is a continuous improvement process that everybody struggles with in one way or another. Welcome to the Productivity Mastery Method podcast. I'm your host, Chris Nixon, and I'm a productivity consultant. Every week, I'll share tips, insights, and interviews with guest experts that will help you think critically so you can take actionable steps to be more productive. Now that we've got this out of the way, let's dive into the episode. So I'd like to start to invite you to share your name and the field of work that you do. So my name is Jen Jonasaint, and I am a financial and lifestyle wellness strategist that help women uh, educate, empower, inspire, and motivate them to design their life their way. That sounds really interesting, Jen. Um, so if, if we look at a goal planning system as a set of tools that take you from vision to achievement. Mm-hmm. Uh, during this podcast series, we talk about goal planning systems and the journey to refining one that works best for you. Mm-hmm. How does your goal planning system play a part in what you've described? It helps me to focus on my big three, which is uh, doing big three, doing the three big things that would help me to align my vision, value, mission, and purpose mm-hmm. um, to my business. And then and then tie it into um, other goals that I've set uh, in a very uh, linear fashion. If you want to call it that? Which helps me to focus. So, so I know you uh, mentioned when we were chit chatting earlier about how important it was for you to be able to focus at certain times. Would you like to share a little bit about that? Yes. So um, I am an Enneagram Seven. That means I have a lot of ideas and options. I, I struggle with FOMO, fear of missing out. And so mm-hmm. every shiny object that comes my way, I want to say yes to, or I want to get involved in because it's new and, you know, it looks fun. Fun is my middle name. So I really need something to help me to focus on the big three that will help me to reach my annual goals because everything is tied to that. And so my, my planner that I have helps me to really focus on those big three things, things that were the big rocks. Like, you know, you talk about the big rocks in your life. Um, and you have to get those in first before you put in this, the small rocks on the sand. So my, my whole premise of choosing or having a, a product is really to help me to focus. Focus on what matters the most. Focus on what's going to drive the needle. And focus what is going to impact others uh, so that I can get to a place of where I'm fulfilling my vision. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure a lot of the listeners have heard about uh, the Enneagram. Uh, but some may have not have. Would you be willing to share a little bit about the Enneagram and maybe your journey to discovering it? And uh, as a seven, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna use me as sort of a, a way to say, okay, this is who I am. So as a seven, we love excited excitement with the life of the party. We never have enough ideas and options. And I wanted to, you know, I'm a I'm a very self-aware person. I consider myself very self-aware. I do a lot of work on myself. I have a coach. I have coaches that help me. So I'm very self-aware. I was just naturally intuitive. And I always want to know how do people, why do people do the things they do? That's just how I'm wired. And, you know, I take courses in neuroscience and neuroeconomics. And I take all these courses just to understand the brain of my client, myself, and how to help them best. And so as I was exploring, I found out about this assessments because I love assessments and do them all the time with my clients found out about this assessment that was new and different. And I started to dig deeper and I realized, oh my goodness, I, of course I I did my own assessment and I did multiple assessments and found out, oh my goodness, all of them are leading to a seven. So I, I met this Enneagram coach, a certified Enneagram coach, and she interviewed me and she talked with me and she said, you are so a seven. 
But you also have, and I don't know if you know about the Enneagram, you also have a wing of a five, which is like an advisor. And you're very, sort of the advisor is very, um, they, you know, they have systems and all that stuff. So I have a, so on the one hand, I'm a seven, which I'm, I'm very free and I'm very sort of adventurous and I'm very, you know, love to explore. And on the other hand, I have this part of me that's very systematic and streamlined and, you know, um, structured, <laughs> which is interesting because, you know, somebody could say, well, wow, you have all this. Are you really a seven? So, and she questioned me, are you really a seven? You plan ahead. You know, you have these things in place. You're very project based. And so she explained to me how that could be not this or that, but this and that because we're multifaceted. And so that led me down to a, a rabbit trail of, wow, this is exciting again. <laughs> and so I've gone from the very unhealthy seven, which is very out of control, you know, mismanaging money, mis doing a lot of stuff to come into a place of a more moderate seven I, on my way to a healthier seven. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So how's that informed your journey then to finding, you know, a right planner for right oh my tactics goodness. to use? It, you know, I, I searched far and wide. I've used many things just to help me. And I didn't realize until I decided to listen to focus on this, which is a podcast that helps you to focus. <laughs> give you mm-hmm. strategies and ideas to focus and plugged into Michael Hyatt's um, Facebook group and, and follow his blog and actually now gets his planner every quarter, really realized that the, 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 the whole secret or the secret sauce to really achieving goals is not that um, you, you know everything or you have an MBA or a PhD. It's really about focus. And focus is really a superpower that we don't naturally have as people. Some people do. I don't. However, it it it's it's a characteristic if practice could be actually beneficial and actually aid you in getting your vision, your dreams, your goals and purpose fulfilled. And so I am on this journey of learning how to focus. And I use many modalities. I use many tools. Focus Planner is one of them and others like Focus Mate. Uh, when I have to do something um, that's, <laughs> I call it boring, but that is not, it's within my I don't like to do this zone, drudgery, um, routine. Um, and I love routine rhythms. I love all of that. But when it comes to something that I'm not good at or something I don't feel confident about, I just get into that space. And so I have to use focus me to help me to focus and, uh, doing short, short amount of amounts of work. And I reward myself. It gives me that dopamine hit that helps me to build momentum to then go again to finish the task that's ahead of me. So that's really what. Some of the things I use many other modalities, but that's just some of the things that I use to help me to to focus. Uh, would you mind describing just a little bit about what FocusMate is? So FocusMate is a, a community of people from all over the world who probably probably similar to me need to focus. So mm-hmm. what you do is you you join the FocusMate. It's I think it's a free community. There's paid versions as well, and you get three opportunities a month to partner with someone wherever they are in the world uh, to help you to focus on a project. Say if you're writing a book and you book writing a book is not in your superpower. It's not mine. It's my kryptonite. So, uh, so you, you, you schedule a time with a person, whoever they may be, you have a lot of people to choose from at the time that you want to use to focus, which is typically an hour. And that person is on the other hand, other side of the computer. They don't know you. You don't know them. Very, very, Initial conversation like, hi, how are you? That's it. 
But then you focus, you both focus together on something that you're working on. There's no conversations going. The person is just there. It's almost like an accountability buddy that says, mm-hmm. okay, you told me that you wanted to finish this. I'm here, <laughs> but I'm working on my stuff too. It's magical for me. I don't know about anybody else, but having somebody physically there while you're working just helps me to focus. So you said the magic word accountability. Share with us a little bit about how accountability plays into how you operate. It's um, it's 10x a game changer for me because yeah. uh, when I work with my clients, and I this is this is I was just talking about talking to this about um to someone, and I said in the past when I worked with clients and I sent them away to sort of get their stuff done, they never did it or they had a hard time falling through. And I started to say, wait a minute, if I need focus then clients need focus. So what I did is that I worked with them live. Live just means if I'm putting together, if I'm, if somebody is telling me, you know, I'm in debt, I want to get out of debt. Uh, and then we start with creating a budget. Uh, I am there physically with them. We're sharing screens. Uh, they're inputting their information and they're coming up. We're coming up with ideas and they're coming up with ideas and how they could change and how they can cut and how, and when they leave, I see shoulders back. I see smiles. I see, yes, I did it. Now, there's no difference than when they go home and I send them all the tools and the resources and the support by email to do it. It's because they've accomplished something that they didn't think they could do because I was physically there with them. Now, I'm not doing anything. I'm not getting involved. I'm just physically there. I'm gently guiding because they may have questions and I'm saying, well, what do you think? And coming back, well, what do you, I'm a coach, so I don't, you know, I don't give people advice. I just ask questions because they have the answers themselves. Just that led to a tremendous shift in my business model. Tremendous. Wow. Similar to Focusmate, just the presence of someone there as an accountability buddy, I call it, so that people are saying, I'm not doing this alone, even though I'm not helping them to do it. It's a game changer. Yeah. And and I think that that's really the missing key for a lot of people is that accountability. It's missing. And I need it too. <laughs> I desperately, that's why I have several coaches. <laughs> desperately need it. All right. So, so talk about how life was before, you know, when you were, uh, didn't have a system or when you were exploring systems. How was that? Life was chaotic. Yeah. Uh, chaotic in every sense. Chaotic. It starts here in the mind. Chaotic here. And I had a lot of, it's almost like if you have a, 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 a 10 burner stove and you have every pot going, that's exactly how my life felt. Mm-hmm. Like there was nothing being finished. Uh, I was going from one thing to the next. Like I said, I'm a seven. So we love ideas. And so every shiny object that comes up, I'm there. And I never got anything done, done. And it felt so discouraging, so depressing, mm-hmm. so deflating that I was like, ah, this is, there has to be a better way. And I'm all about solutions. So I, I sought to find a solution. I'm like, I'm going to find something that can help me. And it wasn't easy, but I'm, I don't quit. <laughs> That's probably one of my super. I don't quit. Like I, I do it until I get a solution. And so um, I happened to bounce up on Focusmate. I'm like, this is amazing. This is exactly what I need. And so I've been using, I've been using my Focus Planner for probably going into four years now. And if I don't have my planner, <laughs> I get, I hyperventilate because recently <laughs> it, it got delayed. And I reached out to my admin and I said, my Focus Planner is not here. <laughs> and the month is, and so. It it feels like it's a part of who I am now because it helps me to get so much done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not an app. You know, people say, well, I can't walk around with this thick, thick book. I said, trust me, <laughs> it goes with me. Um, I've been talking to 
the the um the CEO to say, you know, have you guys considered something, you know, something virtual, something but they said, you know, there's something about having paper, something tactile, the sort of write the, the whole idea of writing and being tactile is magic in itself. Because I know that there's a difference from when I and I have notes on my phone. There's a difference when I use my phone as compared to when I use my focus. I, I know it because I've tracked it for, for years. Mm-hmm. And and Michael Hyatt confirms that there's something that happens in the brain on an MRI that shows like when you use an app compared to when you do something tactile like a book or a planner or something like that. So there's science to that. I'm not the one to say that I know everything. I'm just letting you know what I know. I think another aspect of that as well is, you know, I believe the full focus planner is quarterly. And it is when when you're complete, being able to close that book, close that chapter and move on to mm-hmm. something fresh, I think is very right. valuable. And in the electronic systems, a lot of people fall into the trap, I think, of trying to track everything. Uh, mm-hmm. All of those tasks they completed and checked off, they're still keeping them in lists because they want to see. That was me. (laughs) Pretty soon that becomes that overwhelming bucket. and It's an uh, overwhelming bucket, yeah. You know, in this day and age, we've got so much information coming at us that I think it's just therapeutic to be able to just, you know, take what you need out of that book till the next quarter uh, with a few notes, whatever it is you need to carry forward, but then close the book and start fresh. And at the same time, Chris, you know, when you mentioned that I'm a seven, I, I keep going back to the seven because I feel like you have to find a product a modality, a system that works for your brain and everybody's mm-hmm. brain is different. So even, even though it's nice to, cl- you mentioned close the quarterly and put it away, I still get anxiety over that because I have all my notes there. <laughs> I have all this, all the ideas, all this stuff, all this. And so now what I've been doing is that instead of using my focus planner, to jot, cause it has a nice note page to jot down my notes for my business, I have a dream vision journal that just gets information dumped into that. So I have it split up, you know, because my, again, my brain, I have so many ideas. I don't even know like how I keep them in. And Michael Hyatt says, your brain is not for information. Your brain is for creativity. That's what a computer is for. (laughs) I love that because if we keep everything up here, we'll explode. And so I've, I've, I've had, I have a journal. I've journaled for 25 years, which is another superpower that I use. So I have my journal. I have, um, my dream journal for my, for my business. I have one for personal. I have one for my marriage. I have one for my ministry. So again, the whole idea of having systems and structure, um, and streamlining modalities really helps us to feel more calmer and therefore more clear for me. That's just for me. And that's how I look at, that's how I look at systems. And, and by the way, you know, I reference Michael Hyde a lot because I listen to him a lot. Systems and structure really is the foundation for being successful. Mm-hmm. Just saying, it it just helps you to build a better framework. And what about the people that find systems confining? And you know, remember I told you I, I hate boundaries and rules. Mm-hmm. I was one of those people until I started to use a planner that helped me <laughs> to to go faster, further, funner. Fun is always have to, having there because I can begin to dump all this information organize it in a way that would help me to come back to it and say, oh, those are the things I, oh yeah. And I look back at my quarterly, look back at my weekly, I look at back at my daily, I look back at my annual, I'm like, yeah, I'm meeting my goals. The year's halfway done. I am halfway, I'm more than halfway meeting my goals. So for me, and then, and then he has a place in, in there where you, you have the motivation behind your goals. You have, there's also a reward 
which is what most people don't do. They don't reward themselves mm-hmm. for accomplishing their goals. And that to me is huge. That is, that is a brain changer, game changer. Um, once, once you get a good dopamine hit of something that you've done, and by the way, it's not perfection, it's progress. Cause sometimes I don't meet, meet the, the daily goals. I think that's okay. I try to meet them before the week, but it's not a shoulda, woulda, coulda. It's, I get to do this and I get to do it in a fun way. And I love yeah. options. My You're name really... is Jen and I love options. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the goals are really a, a technique to give you a target to move in the right direction, aren't they? That's all it is. Yeah. That's all it is. That's all yeah. it is. Reward ourselves for the movement. For the movement, the effort. So, so since you talked about rewards, any cool rewards that you've uh, accomplished you'd like to share? You know, everybody's so different. I'm not a stuff person. I was a stuff person years ago, and I've since changed. That's why I'm doing the coaching that I'm doing. So I used to say, my name is Jen, and I like stuff, but I don't like stuff anymore. Um, so I love, uh, f- I love connections. That that means the world to me when I say connections with friends and people who are in the same space. So my reward is typically, it's not like stuff. Um, it's, it's connections. It's, it's people. It's always connecting with someone. And it could be a simple thing as going out to dinner with a friend. It could be for me getting something that is meaningful to me, not a tangible thing, but an intangible thing. Like for example, going zip lining. I'm, I'm very adventurous and I love adventure. So people, some people like stuff like pocketbooks and shoes and I have not, I have nothing against that. But for me now, it's shifted to more experiences mm-hmm. and connection. So for me, going zip lining or laser tagging, or and I have a fourteen-year-old, which is you know the, the bulk of my fun. Um, those are the things that are more meaningful for me. And I, in fact, I'm creating a legacy challenge of what do you want to be known for? What what do you how do you want to impact the world? And for me, knowing that I am, I love people, I love God, I love adventure, I love the world, I love travel, I love experiences rather than things and it is not good or bad right or wrong it's just how how i am and i celebrate that because you know you you work with people you know trying to get them into a place where they're planning and part of my part of my business is to helping to help people to plan so i always recommend a focus planner and other planners Mm -hmm. as part of their system like i can't help somebody with finances without creating a system for them or at least guiding them towards a system that works for them. Did you try any other systems before you settled on the full focus planner? Uh, Stephen Covey. Yeah. In fact, I looked at my old Stephen Covey's planner and I was like, oh, <laughs> it's just different. <laughs> so well, different. Well, share a little bit about that journey quickly. How did that go? It was good until it didn't work for me. Mm. It, it was good until I started to feel frustrated because I, again, I was, I was making a long list of things that I felt like I had 20 things a day to do. And I still do that, but I don't do all of that. I just do the big three. Now, if I get to the other things, that's a bonus, but that's not my goal now. Whereas Stephen Covey, there's, there's all these lists and these, there's all these, there's no, there is focus, but it's not focused in a way that will t- be tied to long-term stuff. I think for me, what I love about the focus planet, and I'm, I'm sure there's other planets that have, you know, the big three in it, but it's tied to other things that's ultimately tied to the bigger vision, which is the annual goals. Yeah, they do a really good job of that. The Franklin Covey Planner uh, has helped a lot of people. Mm, um, it has. It's yep, a little it bit has. older than the Full Focus Planner. It is. I, I think the presumption with that one is that you read and understood the seven habits of highly effective people. Absolutely. And tying, Absolutely. And tying everything together is 
more expected rather than nurtured with the system. Yeah. So, so they're expecting you're just going to do it. Right. Uh, as opposed to the, the full focus planner really leads you on that journey. Each That's right. On That's that. right. Yeah. It's almost like having a coach in your back pocket in a way. Um, because I always have to go back to when I'm planning my week on a Sunday, I always have to go back and say the things, the big three that I'm doing today, will it, will it impact and help me to meet my annual goals? Because his whole idea is to review, to go back, right? It's it, And so he guides you in this planner. Uh, you're almost like a self-coach. You're coaching yourself in your systems. He just created a framework to, to house that. That makes any sense. So is there any uh, parts of the, the full focus system then that you don't use? You know, honestly, um, I, I don't use the ideal week. I, I just, I can't, I just, I don't like that. I don't, not that. I don't use, I don't think it's beneficial for me. It it just takes more time and I just, I want to have fun. And I, and I was curious about that because you, you know, you express so much about how you like options. I love and, options. And the ideal week is like putting in a cage. So in a cage. And, and that's probably why I don't, I don't like it mm-hmm. because I don't like to feel boxed in. If you, if you, if you know the seven, that's our, that's our kryptonite. Like don't, t- don't put us in a box because we don't want to be in a box. And and I feel the ideal week. That's that's what I look at it. You're right. It, that's what it feels like to me. So, uh, what would you say worked really well about the Covey system? It's you know it has been a lot. It has been 20 years, so I really can't recall. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I just knew I, I I love to write things down. Like I write like to write lists, and I think it it, it had all these beautiful quotations. It had all these beautiful like you know motivations. I remember that, and I actually pulled it out when I was traveling the other day. And I was like, this is pretty cool for note taking. Now again, they've they've since I'm sure they've updated their planets. I'm talking 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. So you, you you'd have to tell me what what new versions they have now. Well, how about the uh, task management system? Then I, I know the full focus planner. Um, it it handles tasks day to day, but doesn't really keep an inventory of all your tasks. Do you use something else in addition to that? No, I try to curate it into one place because if I you know I again if I see a shiny object, I'm going after it. Uh-huh. So again. The reason why I love the focus planner because it helps me to focus. It just it just does, and I love it because what he does is he he segments the page into the morning rituals, the workday startup rituals, the workday shutdown rituals, and then the evening ritual. I think that like it's so key. Mm-hmm. It helps me to create rhythms, routines, and things that will help me to have this system because I do have routines. I do have morning routines. I, I do have evening routines. And rituals, with rituals, rhythms, and routine it really helps me to have that. Otherwise, when I look at my planner, okay, um, and it's not a shoulda. Sometimes I don't even do my workday routines in the order, but if it's there, it reminds me, which is helpful for me because I really believe that that building in routines and rhythms, which is what I help my clients do, and rituals really helps your brain to create this sort of flow. Uh, and my program, Tiny Steps to Triumph, is really a tiny step program that says, you know what, you can have triumph. With tiny steps, you have to create routine and rhythms and rituals that will benefit you. You know what they are. Get up in the morning, having a cup of coffee, whatever it is. I and I ask, what is your ritual? What is your routine? And they tell me, and I we, we integrate my program into their con- current ritual and routine, and therefore they have a plan. It's not as simple, but I'm just saying that that you know those those systems and structure help you, which, you know, thinking back, I'm like, oh, I don't want any system. I don't want any ritual because I'm just seven and I'm just, so f-. that was the unhealthy me. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. Now I'm like, I can't do without my ritual. I need my system because my brain, I've practiced it so long that my brain is now in a flow. And it doesn't mean I deviate. It doesn't mean I deviate from that. It just means that it makes me feel more clearer. So for example, I'm a fitness. I was in fitness for 30 years. So that's, that's like breathing for me. Like Mm -hmm. they said to me, how do you go to, how do you, I'm like, it's like breathing. So my bag is packed. My gym bag is always packed. Always. Fresh towels, fresh this, fresh that. So when I come home, I un- I offload, I put in. Because I know I'm going to the gym on this day, this day, this day, and this day. It's at the door with my sneakers. You see? So that rhythm, and it's a practice I've done for, for a long time. So my brain is used to it now. I don't even have to think. So I use those same concepts, my clients, to help them to say, it's just practice. I just have more practice than you. You could have the same thing. Then you build skills. So that's just, and the focus planner helps me to do that too. So Jen doesn't like to be confined, but Jen found some systems that really work well. And to somebody that says systems are just too confining, maybe the wrong systems are too confining, but when you find the right ones, magic happens. Magic happens. And by the way, you know, when people say to me, you know, I don't like budgeting, which I don't use that word because I found it confining years ago and, and I had the same issues as my clients. So that's why I think I'm skilled to to coach them because I, I was a person like them before. But when I say, when they say, well, budgeting is so restrictive, it feels like a prison. I'm like, well, how about if we frame it? How about if we frame the word? How about if it's a spending plan? Mm. Right? So I, what I do is I reframe words on people's spending plan with them. If people got divorced and they had a lot of debt, I said, divorce is probably not something you want to do. What, what word would you like to use? Or transition. We just use transition. So, so it really it's about mindset and how you look at things. And so I, I have a lot of fun helping my clients get creative with money, which is something that I don't see often, you know, because mm-hmm. people think, oh, it's so restrictive to save and it's so restrictive. Yeah, it is. But you can put fun in there and you can reframe anything you want to. Let's do this together. And so I try to have a very, uh, my, my sessions are not typical, like not that the typical accountant, because I'm not, but my clients, are, my sessions with my clients are super creative. Super fun always, and magic happens. Like you said, magic happens. Love so, it. Love it. So if you were to look at what is the most critical part of your system? Critical is, I, I would have to say the big three. I would have to say, uh, because again, they're tied to something bigger. It's tied to my vision of what I want to um, accomplish. It's, it's tied to my dreams. It's tied to, um, am I working towards my strengths and building legacy, which is what I'm all about? You know, what I'm doing today that's on my planner, would it help me or hurt my legacy? Mm. And so if I'm, if I'm tied to that, again, that, that bigger vision, my purpose, everything that I do that I write in my planner that I'm doing has to align. It has to align. If it's not aligned to my values, vision, purpose, and mission, I'm off. And so if I have to go back, so again, it helps me to focus, focus, focus. So that anchor is really those four principles. And if I'm just doing things willy nilly, which I did before, I'm like, oh, this is fun. Let's do this. I'm outside of my vision. No, it doesn't mean that I don't do that. Trust me. I do. <laughs> I must. Seven in me just has to, right? Sometime. But for the most, I do an 80-20, just like eating. You know, I tell people, you know, people, because I was a fitness and health and wellness coach, you're always coming to me for advice. I said, listen, don't make food an object. Just do 80-20, do 50-50, do whatever it is that you want, but have fun. I always mm-hmm. say that, just have fun, right? Um, and the same thing I do with my finances. I have fun all the time, all the time. So people come to me very stoic and they're afraid. Oh my goodness, I have, I feel so much shame and I have so much debt. I'm like, why don't we just make this a fun time? 
I don't even talk about money in the first session. Mm-hmm. I put, put away a checkbook, put away a budget, put away. We don't even know it. I play a game, a money game. So then people's shoulders go down and the second session, there's more trust. Mm-hmm. And my focus planner helps me to do that because I get to create and innovate and do all kinds of fun stuff with so, Jen, how about some advice to sticking to a system? This is going to sound boring. And as a seven, whew, I have totally changed. Practice, practice, yeah. practice, practice. If you fall off, come back and start doing it over. Boring, vanilla, but I, I have no, I have no other, no other way to say it because no one can help you to use a focus planner. Now, I mean, there's communities of people which I belong to and they, put different ideas and stuff, which is nice. But at the end of the day, I'm here with my planner and I'm looking at my big three and I haven't gotten anything done <laughs> from the day. But, but I have, I have in my outlook calendar, I have a block of time in between a certain time to do that big three. Now I may not get all the big three done. I could defer tasks, but today's Friday. And remember I told you, I want to get everything done by Friday, right? So, so again, it keeps me accountable. I, that's the word I want to use. It's for me, I see this as an accountability coach on paper, on purpose, with passion. I alliterate oh. a lot since I that's how I remember things. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's like listening to a poet sometimes. I it's my it. secrets. It's my secret sauce. What would you say is the biggest obstacle you faced? You know, and I've shared this with the focus team. Um, it's very bulky. It's very heavy. <laughs> it's it's made of quality. Don't get me wrong. It's it's quality. I've never had anyone, any of them tear. Or I've never had it, you know, it's, so it's quality, it's quality, it's expensive as hell, but it's quality, but it's so, it's not user friendly in terms of carrying it around, mm. right? And that's a pet peeve of mine. And I've told, I've told them that, like, can you make it slimmer? Can you make it, can you, can you do some things to change? Cause, cause I'm a, I'm a user, right? And you should be listening to what I say. And they've, they've taken it in consideration, but they're trying. I think they, they're always trying to develop new ways of getting it because I think that's that would be an impediment for some people. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not carrying around this. It's like a book. Yeah. And by the way, I don't read hardcover books. I do audio. So I don't mm-hmm. have to carry it around. So this, I really must like this because I carry it around. Well, I have a feeling that it's got some uh, s- symbolism to you, like just seeing it reminds oh, you of... Amazing. Just amazing. Um, it just, it's, I have no words share of how when I don't have this, I feel incomplete. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, it's one of the best. It's one of the best. But if you know of anything better, let me know. I'm not loyal to anyone except my husband and God. Um, would you mind sharing some of the successes that you credit to the system? Oh, my goodness. This. Uh, so the successes is, is that, so what I've done, again, I'm a seven, so I keep going back to that because everybody's so different. So so this, I don't know, you, you probably you know the focus planner. You're a planner guy, right? Yeah, probably I, seen the focus plan. Okay. That's so the for one me, I use, actually, to be honest. That's what I use. Okay. So for me, you see how they have the daily big three? They said, mm-hmm. list your most three. Uh, because I am not typical and I don't like the rules. I broke it into six. Mm. So I broke it into work. I broke it into business. So I, I broke it into personal. And so, so I have three circles, but then I put three into three, if that makes any sense. So three work, three business, three life and family. Yeah. Works for me. There's no rules, right? Do whatever you want. <laughs> so that allows you then to what, create more balance? Create more balance. Yeah. Because I feel that I can't just focus on work. But that, and he does have vocational and, you know, all that stuff and the goals. But for me, if I, I have to have a personal and family connection, you know, I'm all, I'm all about connection. So I have to have that built in. 
and by the way, that's part of my annual goals too. Like that's part of my annual goals. Like if I, I can't build legacy without having relationships, so that's a huge part of my annual goals, right? So, so for me, I changed it up a little bit because again, I'm just, I'm just creative like that, you know? So how long have you been using it? About four years. Four years. So how has it changed then your future vision of what's possible for you? Oh, amazing. Amazing. When I look back at, when I look at those annual goals, again, it, it ties back to that. When I look back at those annual goals, when I look back at my, um, my motivation, my motivation, um, you know, they have something where you have, you know, the, the rolling quarters, you know, those things, the monthly calendar. I'm not, I'm not a fan of those. Um, don't tell them I said so. But the goal detail, you know, the goal detail where they break down sort of the motivations and stuff like that. Um, those have been amazing because again, your brain is not meant for information. Your main, your, your brain is not meant for that. So if you keep everything up here, but nothing is on paper that you can go back and look at and not just that, but we call it in coaching, drilling it down, mm-hmm. right? That, that will, that's not going to give you momentum to go the distance. So when I look back at, when I keep looking back at that, that's the reason why I want to do this. There's the big why. And if there's no why tied to it, what is the purpose? I talked about my four quadrants. You know, it has to be tied to purpose. Yeah, if it's not, it's aimless, isn't it? It's aimless. So I have no target. So it helps me to target. That's that's the world. Or use target. Target more efficiently. Okay. Imagine your goal planning system vanished yesterday. Oh, no. What does your life look like now? Oh, sad, sad, sad. Um, I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm being very um, overdramatic here. Um, I would feel turned around. I would feel um, a bit lost. Uh, I would feel like um, like I'm scattered because that's exactly how I felt before the focus planner. <laughs> I would feel very scattered, maybe a bit chaotic. Yeah. But then I've practiced for so long that I could pretty much set the same system in place somewhere else. Ah, recreate yeah. it. Recreated. Wonderful sharing that, Jen. I appreciate it. Would you like to uh, just take a minute and tell us about your business and the services you offer? And uh, if yeah. you'd like people to contact you, how they can do that to find out more? Well, my business has since changed a, a bit. So, I, but I help, my framework is that I help women educate, empower, inspire, and motivate them to design the life that they want to leave generational legacy. It's really my overall arching goal. My business have changed. Now I work with small businesses because they have participants that they work with. So I work mainly with small businesses now, helping their participants that typically women uh, educate, doing the same thing, educating, inspiring, motivating, uh, building skills and offering resources to help them design the life that they want. It's typically more and more around finance, but life, lifestyle impacts finance. So typically around lifestyle that impacts their finances um, so that they can retire, inspire, pursue their purpose and passion, and again, live the legacy for, gen- leave legacy for generations to come. That's really the goal. Wow. So who should contact you? Um, small businesses uh, that have participants uh, who are needing to build skills, gain resources, build knowledge, capability around finances, um, who want to be you know, credit worthy, who know, want to know how to buy a home, uh, know how to save for uh, college. All of those spectrums is where my tiny step programs are, touching everything from, from kids to emergency fund to cash savings to investing to re- insurance to retirement, pre-retirement, post-retirement, and also, um, you know, creating uh, a generational legacy and giving to causes, giving generously to causes that they like. And you can't do that if you're in debt. So I, so financial freedom is really my, my whole mantra. 
I take on a few private clients because they they do require a lot more work. Uh, so now I'm working a lot with with uh, small businesses, nonprofits, and faith based organizations who who do have existing clients, so that I can come in and train and, and educate and and um, consult. Wonderful. And how do you prefer to be contacted? So people can hop on my Facebook or Instagram page. It's uh, my handle is Jen Inspiring Coach. On my website, have a lot of free guides that they want to get started, teaching their kids about money, building a budget, saving for Christmas. It's coming up. Um, all those things are there as a free digital downloads. And I have a free journal that uh, self-awareness and the lifestyle and financial lifestyle, it's free da- digital download. They can get started there. And, of course, you can contact me at 781-691-3726 um, or message me, uh, DM me on um, Facebook as well. Great. Thank you so much, Jen. It's been a pleasure speaking with you, and uh, I look forward to keeping in touch with you in the future for sure. I see you online all the time. We'll we'll say hi there. Right. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this episode. If you think the show is of value and a must-listen for someone, feel free to share it with your productivity friends. And if you do, I'd be so grateful for your support. If you want to find the links, show notes, and resources, no matter what episode you're listening to, head over to chrisnixon.com slash podcast. That's C-H-R-I-S-N-I-X-O-N dot com slash podcast. If you want to connect with me on social, you can find me on Facebook at chrisnixon.com slash Facebook or LinkedIn at chrisnixon.com slash LinkedIn. Join the discussion for this episode on my LinkedIn company page, linkedin.com slash company slash chrisnixon. That's all for this episode. And remember, productivity is a continuous improvement process. Space Dust by Aratone. Copyright 2022. Licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution License. Courtesy of dig.ccmixter.org. This episode of the Productivity Mastery Method Podcast is copyright to Chris Nixon 2022. All rights reserved.